Hi, this is Ricky Stewart, and if you want to listen to a Raiders podcast, then you should listen to the official one, Behind the Limelight, not this rubbish with Flakey Blakey. Hello and welcome to Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. And this is the podcast formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast uh, on the internet, coming to you from the filthiest store in buried somewhere in the bowels of Civic, the location of which we will not reveal, will we, Blake? No. And uh, it really is filthy. Um, and we're brought to you with extremely dubious support of the Greenhouse, the Canberra Raiders' number one fan forum on the internet. Get online and get engaging, as well as with the good people of Landspeed Records. Greenhouse not happy with you again this week. Oh, why would they be? Why would they be? I just I just told GE how it was. He was asking how it was that you and I get um, invited to the Meninga Medal. Then, you know, what he has to do to get invited. I just pointed out to him if he was a complete company man like me, perhaps he would. It was a great night, though. I loved your suit. It was fantastic, wasn't you it? You, picked that, up, you picked that up from... Roger Bartholomew? Yeah, it was heavily inspired by... Um, uh, the... Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Craig Bellamy's yeah. um, 2020 Deli M suit, if you're not... Yeah, familiar. Yeah, it the, did. The it looked, it, very much like that. I, but it's With a, the black skivvy? Yeah, it's slightly different from that because Roger Bartholomew sort of takes a different taint on these things. But they, yeah. put, they put their own little spin. They do, they do. Great, great. Been there for over 50 years, I believe. Yeah, down here, uh, down there in um, Garima. Around the corner from somewhere. From from Landspeed Records. Um, We're also a great sponsor of Landspeed Records, Audio Technica. But you know what? We're very lucky to be joined all the way from the West Coast of the United States of America once more um, by our permanent special guest star, who is, in fact, pressing for his name to actually be included in the title of the podcast. Yeah, it's, it is going to be in the title no, next year. I'm not. No, I don't have anything to do with you degenerates. There's no is, way I want to be affiliated. Be, it is yeah. going to be in the title of the podcast next year when it's Raiders Review with Blake and Matt. Blake and Matt, yeah. Or Heather. <laughs> no, it's going to be Raiders Review with Blake and Matt. And you, you, yeah. I mean, we've got some big news. We do. You are finishing up with the podcast this year. That's it. I'm finishing up. Because um, I hate you. you. you well, I can't you can write a Nick any longer. He's he's getting up. He's joining the Raiders by Mix call team. Is that is there truth to that rumor? I can't say too much at this stage. Um, very early in negotiations, if there were any between myself and uh, and Chris, also a great listener of the show. Um, you know, fantastic caller, and of course, you know the fact that you know I really quite like Raider Nick. You know, it doesn't hurt these things. You know, who don't you like, Pork? Who don't you like? <laughs> I don't like Blake. <laughs> I don't like Blake at all. He doesn't anyway, like you. Yeah. And, and you're, locked, you're locked in the dungeon with him right now. Yeah, just in case you're wondering well, who those dulcet tones are, it is our special guest star, Matthew Heather Locklear. Hollywood Rat Boy. Rat Look, I'm boy. not special. Peacock I'm man. not a guest. Yes, peacock, peacock Handler. Peacock. <laughs> I'm the Peacock Handler. <laughs> I've, got a few rat, I've got a few rat traps set. And, um... Just hopefully none go off during the show. Uh, well, you don't well, hopefully they do. Sick. No, you want them to go off because then you know there's one less rat. Maybe um, we should have a segment of name match wildlife. Yeah, I know there was. It's, well, there it's was pretty. A... It's wild up there. People say that like Australia's dangerous and dangerous animals. Mm. There's people getting taken down by mountain lions just around the corner from where you live. Mm. Yeah, I don't people know. People mountain bikes, lines. joggers. But, but we we did have a snake on our front lawn um, a couple of days ago, which was it was a California whip snake. So they're a garden snake basically, and we let it go um, into our into the bushes, and hopefully we get to see it again. But no. 
I, 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 um, I hope we get a rat because it means one less rat to deal with, to be mm. honest. Um, I don't know whether I'm a special guest star. I don't know whether you're lucky to have me here because, mm. Jesus, was that a bludger of a game on the weekend? It was, I mean, but before we get into that game, we do have to get into the news of the big event that both myself and Balake went to last night the big event the yeah uh, i had to sneak in in he disguise did, he did i of course was invited as usual yeah. um but i had um, to say i had to go dressed as ronald mcdonald that's the only way i got in i had to borrow where, Tim's, where, where, Tim's where'd you get the suit yeah you gotta yeah, Tim, just, Tim just happened to have one yeah i can't tell Weird. you oh, i can't tell you too much Weird. the shoes are enormous though it's hard to walk in those shoes like you're tripping up but just for all our listeners out there don't be like balake make sure you download the mcdonald's app because there's all sorts of specialties on there so you don't have to play full price when you get new mcdonald's like him and eddie did last week so download the app it's fantastic company man okay but yeah we had the camper raiders 2023 presentation night we We did ninga medal last we did and my tip all year didn't matt timico didn't win he actually came third uh the gong went to Joe Tarpening, mm. second year in a row. Yeah, and second I had uh, Jamal Fogarty get, winning it for mine, and he well, was well down the I'll list. Give, I'll give you the points. So all right. I had Tarpening. Danny Levi, so you guys yeah. all beat me. Semi Valamay. Joe Tarpenay, um finished on top with 24 points. Seb Chris, 22 points. I didn't see that. Did not see that one coming. Mm. Matt Timiko, 19. Corey Horsburg, um, bruh, who I also thought was a <coughs> shot. I've still got this cold, man. Um, it's I had it for six weeks. It's four, 14 points. Jordan Rapina, 13 points. Maybe it's the black lung. It is. <laughs> From being in this storeroom. <laughs> Still a classic movie all these years later, people. Uh, 12 points, Jamal Fogarty and Josh Papali'i mm. on, um, on 12 points. Well... Look, you can't. We always knew Joe was going to be up there. We always knew he was going to be up there. But this is fairly emphatic, really. It's fairly emphatic. Two times in a row. Um... Look, the question for mine is, does he officially get the C next to his name next year? You'd have to think so. I, I'd have to think so. I mean, um, when he was walking into the ground and, and stopped to talk to me and Matthew this year, um, I referred to him as captain absentmindedly and he didn't even flinch. Not that I think Elliot's leadership's anyway in question, but clearly, clearly he's... Elliot's going around for another year. He just turned 34. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Elliot's going to go around for another year. Um, he said that'll be it, obviously, and then he'd like to have a spot on the the coaching stuff. But I, well, well, time will tell. But I can envisage there'll be a point that um, Elliot won't be spending as much time on the field. Yeah, although he was fantastic in the front row rotation. He was. He was. He was. He was in the front row rotation. Just because he takes one hit up through the middle doesn't mean he's in the front row rotation. And just because, and just because Matt Brawley. Uh, against the Bulldogs, went to dummy half and passed the ball once. Did. Doesn't doesn't mean he's playing. It was more either. than once. Yeah. Okay, so our other awards, NRL. Uh, well, let's start from the bottom. Um, NRLW Player of the Year wasn't announced. No, so they're waiting till the last round. It's pretty obvious mm. who it's going to go to. Um, if it's not Simon Taufa, uh, I will be very shocked. I'd put I'd put my house, your house, mm. anyone's house on Simon Taufa taking out that award. Something would have to go. Look, an injury could come in. Um, and there have been some other good players. Look, uh, the junior representative player of the year, uh, Georgia Wiley, Willie, sorry, um, got up in that one. The Gordon Willie, McLucas. It's definitely Willie. It's two Willie, L's. Yeah. And it's also, is it Brighton Nakura or Britain Nakura? I don't know. I thought it was What Brighton. did everyone say on the coverage last, last week? I don't listen to the, the volume. 
It's Britain Lacroix. It's not Brighton Lacroix. Oh, I like Brighton. Well, he's Brighton now. Um, the Gordon McLucas Junior Rep of the Year, Chevy Stewart. Um, I mean, should he actually be able to win the? I mean, he's representative as well, but he's you know been Reggie's the whole time. Looked fantastic in the Reggie's well, last week. Well, he didn't. He he came in after about six weeks. Yeah, he was yeah. playing. I guess he was playing flag um, before that, but he came in there. As Matt actually pointed out at the time, hmm. they actually had to get an exemption from to even play yeah. at the start because he was still 17. He only turned 18, I think, in you know a couple of months ago. Well, the match-winning mm-hmm. try for the Reggies on the weekend was something else, wasn't it, Matt? Yeah. Oh, that game was... I'm so proud of that team. They're so young. I mean, there's a lot of things we can break down when we get into it, but that yep. team, they were incredibly young, including a young prop who had an incredible game yeah, yeah. Up, against, up against one of the most... Um, Experienced sides in reserve grade. I you know, they have the likes of filthy malignant cheats. I thought he oh, yeah, up look. against one of, up against one of the fattest. Um, yeah, five eight eight comp. <laughs> yeah, it's very. No, he's he's got some skill. He's lazy, but I did in that one. I was violently angry. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll cover New South Wales Cup. It's in the race. Okay, okay, okay. Said, Matt, the yeah, race. we should. Uh, Jersey yeah. Fleet Coaches Award. Toby Thorburn, uh, well earned there. Brad Morkos won the New South Wales Cup Coaches Award. Josh mm-hmm. Billing got the Jersey Flag Player of the Year. Atola Asamoah, he got the New South Wales Cup Player of the Year. Um, and after watching him on the weekend, that's pretty much, the well, great, great effort play. from him. Hehepa Puru got the Jeff Caldwell Welfare and Education Award. Uh, a little bit on Hehepa Puru. I know I'm now saying, you know, we're going to stick to the run sheet. I'm going yeah. off. But if you watch that video of him getting presented, his um, his jumper from his his twin brother yeah. um, in the lead up to the game last week and heard him speak, if you heard him speak... Um, on the Behind the Limelight podcast mm. earlier in the year. That guy yeah. is is incredible. He is very, very smart. Articulate. Uh, very articulate. Future captain of the club. I'm calling it now. Uh, but Hohe Papura, yeah, he's he's he I thought he was really great as well against um against the Sharks. Didn't look out of place at all. Not at all. Especially de- especially defensively. He sucked to Defense. his guns. Oh, and it's always hard for them coming up because the the game's a bit quicker and I thought he did quite well. Hit like a tank. People would run into him and they would stop like they were hitting a wall or a tree. Like he di- he didn't move backwards. Like it was very impressive. Um, Jamal Fogarty, who I thought might win the whole thing, got the Fred Daly Club Person of the Year. Uh, well deserved. Definitely his best year in green. Um, he... And just an outstanding, um, outstanding individual and yeah. leader of the club. Yeah, a leader. Human, Another person who player. who if he doesn't have the C next to his name, yep. I mean, you know. Probably should as well next year. And that's the way you're looking. If you're having co-captains next year, Jamal's going to be on the field the entire time, have the C with Tarpanay having the joint C. I mean, we, we've done it before because both are worthy of it. I, yeah. I, I, and and you're dumping Whitehead from captaincy. Club captain. Look, Elliot Whitehead's the sort of guy that will see that he has to move people through and that's his that is his role to the team. He won't want to just want to cut it off. I'd, I'd say he'd probably precipitate the move. I don't think he would want to give up the C um, next to his his name because he's no one that loves arguing with refs more than Elliot Whitehead. And if he if he doesn't if he doesn't have the C next to his name, he can't do that job. Um, NRLW Rookie of the Year, Shael uh, Robbins Reddy, Peter Mulholland NRL Rookie of the Year, Adam Mariota had a great mm-hmm. year. Um, NRLW Coaches Award, Janelle Williams, uh, and NRLW. Oh, sorry, NRL Coaches Award of the Year. I picked this one. Mm, so Chris, I I went for the horse, but you went for Chris. You were you were right on that. And did Ricky not tear up when he when he was doing that one? Got very emotional, very very emotional. He loves his players, our Rick, and people just don't seem to understand that. They don't seem to understand how invested he gets in his team. Everyone well, wants to go off about Ricky being this, that, and the other. But you know what? He's awesome. The theory is that Seb Chris is now Rick's son because this is his previous 
favourite son, Jack Whiten's flying the coop. Gone. Yeah, mm. so Seb Chris is the new favourite. Right. And apparently he could be playing six next year. So, well, he can do anything. Can he? He can. can, he? can he? Well, yeah. what, what positions has he played so far? Full back, wing, uh, centre. Yeah, and he's and only second row. And, and I've seen from all that that he's a centre. He does his best work at centre. He he's does, not a great winger. Think... He's and he, and at fullback, he did a great job for us. But you know, um, had three try assists for the for the season. Rapper had three try assists the first game. Pretty much he went to. One yeah. thing I think we clearly need is another hooker. Let's move Chris to hooker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure he can do it. If anyone can do it, to him. But look, talking about poor old Seb, he's got the five week suspension. I think it's about right. Um, some some people came out and said that it wasn't enough. Some people said it was too many. I thought he was going to get four because straight away I looked at them and went, okay, dangerous throw. Um, if anything's a grade three, that's a grade three. Mm. And a grade three, I think, is is five weeks and and four weeks yeah. with a, with an early play. So I figured that's what he was going to get. But he actually had a prior, yeah, a similar. I don't, really I didn't, I don't remember it at all. I didn't think no. he had a prior at all. Look, the thing that I think that saves him from something and, and saved the, the bloke he did it to was you can actually see while he turns him around, he visibly doesn't drive. Like he's trying to reverse it as he's doing it. Yeah. But the guy goes onto his neck. Fortunately, there is no drive otherwise. Yeah. Well, it happened. It happened. It happened very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Patel is a little bit of a live wire. He kind of spring in, in like when he got caught. I was hoping don't, for Don't three. go what? that line. Don't go that line. That he, no, no, no. I mean, no when not, people start saying the people, they duck their heads. They're like... What's no, he didn't. People about? do. People often do. He didn't. No, it was completely on Chris. He didn't duck his head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I but I, I was hoping for three weeks. I didn't know how the grade three stuff works. And I guess I, I have a feeling the um, prior was pretty innocuous, actually. But yeah. look, you can't argue. It's, I, it was I think Nathan was Cleary's dangerous. prior was innocuous, and that's what Matt... Nathan Cleary got for his five Yeah, weeks. and so it's, so it's comparable. It's, yeah, it's comparable. So it's comparable. But to me, it's what what's <laughs> what's tough is when you watch these games and there are there are accidents, you know, and you don't want to get players over the horizontal because you lose control. No. But five weeks for that, and then there are guys kicking people in the head or completely taking off people's heads, and they're getting nothing or a week or two. I don't know. There's violence in the game. Mm. And there's controlled violence, there's reckless violence, and then there's accidents. Sometimes I look at it and I think, yeah, it just accidents do happen. And I get, I know you need to be suspended, I know you need to protect yeah, people. Yeah. But there, when there's no driving motion and it is an accident, I do wonder whether five weeks is too much. And yeah, I, I also, I mean, I, I'm going to um, contradict myself because um, in the past I've been super critical of teams using the um, international calendar to wipe away some of your um suspension and i know oh, no, we're gonna use it we're, we're gonna use oh, it. match please pick gonna him. use it please <laughs> pick him but you would pick him why wouldn't you pick him well there's precedent because he was picked in the world cup squad and you, you know we could get a very good sort of um reference from the new zealand test coach um I can't, who is, yeah who but is, the new zealand warriors are also flying oh, right now that half that team are probably gonna get picked too like it's right yeah, now if he, I, he reckon, picked, I reckon many we'll said that he got picked some. over Tomoko. Many said that he got picked oh, over Tomoko outrage. last year. And yet, if you're picking this year, you probably pick Matty Tomoko anyway, so over one, him. One, so. one, week, one week this week, assuming we don't beat the Knights. We're going to beat the Knights. Assuming, assuming we, we're going to beat the Sharks. We're going to beat the Oh, Smokey. I <laughs> see this is all set up. Anyway, one week this week, then assuming we don't go beyond this week, then we've got three, potentially three games in the New Zealand series. And then does the All-Stars count or not currently? 
Because by my reckoning, isn't he eligible for either? No, All Stars counted for Latrell Mitchell last but year. But then it didn't count. But then Rapper it, was it, able to play. It doesn't for count for it doesn't count for Canberra Raiders. That's doesn't, one thing. It doesn't count for Rapper. Oh right. If Sorry, you play for the Roosters or you play for South Sydney, it counts. Those are the two teams that it counts. Oh, Penrith, you can serve your suspension wherever you want. Because you the, serve it next yeah, year. Why are you denying yeah. the, the crowd being able to see that player? What was that? Some, was that, that May? May? That's May, yeah, pushed his that, no, it's through that guy into the, the next year. Yeah, that is because it didn't because because PVL didn't want um, fans to be deprived of seeing him in the finals last year. Yeah, they're making up as they go along, and they can't. It's, Who's going to question? Oh, it's it? never been worse than than the Volandis era for the the, the make up the rules. Is no, no, it never has been. Of course, the, so Seb's got that time here, but. The next piece of news, and look, we knew it was coming. You foreshadowed it previously, um, that the, there was noise about this particular piece of tragedy befalling the club. But it has been officially announced that uh, Raiders, Report, uh, Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork's very own uh, Matt the Shoeman Frawley is off to Leeds. Two-year deal. Two-year deal. Replacing, uh, <coughs> uh, well, there's a couple of, there were a couple of Raiders halves there. And let Blake just... Austin or... Um, or that other guy, Aiden, Aiden Caesar. Caesar. Oh, that other guy. <laughs> Aiden Caesar. You mean now, uh, you know. Tigers bound, Aiden Caesar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So, uh, 2019 grand final halfback. Yeah. How quick we are to forget. Oh, I wasn't forgetting. You forgot with your black lung. Uh, <laughs> anyway, good. Brawls is off there two years. Look, he's one of those players. He looks great at New South Wales Cup level. I think he's going to look great at um, Super League level. He was there before one year between um, the mm. dogs and coming back to the Raiders. Um, I wish him all the best. It's interesting... You know, when you start thinking about a halves deck the next year, mm. it's looking pretty skinny. Uh, look, it's all, and first, firstly, before we get into that conversation, let's let's take a moment to to you know to give thanks to Matty Frawley, man. Mm. Like he he's become a little bit of a whipping boy at, at our club with some fans because he's not he's not the five eight or the halfback that we all might want. He's not. Um, Jack White and at his best. Oh, he's not, he's not, and he's not athletically. He's not in the league of a Jack White. No, but there have been times in terms of when he's been an incredible club man, and there yeah, have been times footballer. when we when we haven't had the halves that either they're playing state of origin like Jack was, and Matty Frawley's been fantastic for us. I think back to Manly at Brookvale yep. last year. Yep. I think back to that game against Canterbury when he came in and he scored. I think he played a great game against the Broncos. First grade is a hard, hard slog. It's hard to play one game, let alone however many Matty Frawley played. And he won that backup spot mm-hmm. over probably Sam Williams, over Schneider. And now he's been offered a chance to go and play at one of the biggest clubs in England, if not arguably the world. Leeds is a huge club. So I'm, you know, like I've been listening to some people really get on Matty Frawley, maybe because their their memories are pretty recent. We think back to that game at Wollongong against St. George. But, man, I still remember the grubbers that he put in at Brookie and how he helped us win that game when we were on massive unders because we were losing, missing a lot of players. So, I, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm, I wish him well, and I know we all yeah, do on absolutely. our. And I know they do on all other podcasts, but I just hope that the fans, you know, um, if he can't, does come back one day, you know, to blow the horn, that we respect him because he he did try his hardest for our club. You know, he's another guy that was at the club and he left, and then gave it was given an opportunity to come back and and fought hard. You know, like not everyone has the talent of of Jack White and or look at that game on the weekend in reserve grade, Josh Schuster. I mean, mm. that kid's got more talent. He's pinky than just about half that side. And Matt Frawley 
like a Sammy Williams, you know, was obviously limited in certain ways, but he gave everything he could. Yeah, and I just absolutely, I, I love those first grade players, and mm. I know Ricky does too. And I'm, 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 I'm so happy that he got a two year contract I, at his club. Yeah, I don't begrudge him going. I actually thought that we would keep him around because he's the perfect guy to actually help usher in the young guys through New South Wales Cup. You know, he's the one to teach them how to play and the systems and everything else, and someone that could come up. But yeah, sad he's going. Like I was saying though. Maybe someone else will come in um, because we're now thinking that um, Ethan Strange is going to be the six next year. Mm-hmm. Well, if he goes down, it could be Seb Chris at six. Well, it still it could, could be Seb Chris at six. Why not? I hope it's not. I hope it's not going to be. Why not? Why not? He's. Why not? He can't kick. He can't pass. <laughs> Neither can Jack. <laughs> you're all. You're always at these things with the details. You, you look at it the other way around. He can run and he can tackle, which makes him a great center. Um, anyway, fantastic. I see why Laurie Daly couldn't really kick or pass that well. <laughs> he could kick pretty well by the end, but yeah, Maybe. his pass. If there was a problem with his passing, they they <laughs> often be a little bit high when they were spinning out wide. But yeah, you know, he did have some good passes, and by the end, he was leading the tide. Anyway, when I look, unfortunately, I've got a bit of a gripe this week. After springing out to uh, another lead, the NRLW side uh, went down. Didn't score in the second half again. Um, you know, they seem to be taking the imprint of the first grade side, a little of uh, uh, the male first grade side, a little bit too seriously and and giving away leads. They come out looking... It's the Raiders' way. It is. They it's come out looking... Raiders' DNA. Don't even start that just And they just fell away. And a lot of us had a lot invested in that and are really looking... Like, there's so much upside to the team and how well they play when they're good and then they drop away and it drives me... Can I say something about this team, the NRLW season? Mm -hmm. It was going great until um, Heather, the Peacock man, Mm. Leneve, said that they were going to win the comp in their first year and what an incredible achievement would be. They haven't won since then. So the The wheels fell off. You're the Jonah. They're still going to win the comp. Uh, they've got a tough road to make the finals they now. They really do. They, they, they have do. to win the, both their next two games. So interestingly enough, this game, they've got to beat the Cowboys this weekend yep. on Sunday at uh, 11 a.m. At, at the, on the Gold Coast. Yep. And then uh, the following Sunday, the last game, round nine, the last game of the NRLW season, they're back at home on Sunday the 17th of September at GIO, yep. 3.15 p.m., against the Titans, who yeah. are currently sitting ahead on the ladder. Yeah. So if they win both their next two games, they should finish fourth. And look, they can do both those things. They just got to close out games. There's no question about the talent there, but gee, they, they just drop away. They they drop away. And and look, there were some missed opportunities in that first half where they could have put the lead out too much. But in the last 10 minutes of that game, I just didn't feel, you just didn't feel like there was anything in them to, to come back. You know, you didn't feel like there was another shot in the cannon. And there has to be another shot in the cannon. There's too much talent on that side not to. I'm sure they've gone away. They've had a good walk through the room of mirrors, had a good hard look at themselves, and they're going to come out. I hope they've gone to camp at the Eagle Hawk, at least for one night. They need to go into camp at the Eagle Hawk. In fact, I'm going to talk to Katrina Fanning and say, it's time for the Eagle Hawk. It's time for the Eagle Hawk. It is. Ah! Ah! <laughs> That's the peacock. It's not the Eagle Hawk. Um, but yeah, it's time for the Eagle Hawk because look, and um, you, you've got it here that is Madison Bartlett player of the match. I, I, I would have said, look, it, after Samima Taufa, yes, I think she was. Um, Can't give it Samima Taufa every week. Why not? She was. She was again our best player on the field. She was the one player I looked at in that match where at no stage I think, gee, you could have done better. Well, she's on another level. And this is the interesting thing about NRL. Happy's been good too, though. Yeah. Happy's is there there's, really there's some players that have been playing this level, like Samoa Tower for 
pretty much the whole time it's been going. Yeah. And there's other players that, you know, obviously this is their first year yeah. playing that level and the intensity and yeah. you know, the fitness and everything else. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, they need to get a win. They need to beat the Cowboys this weekend. I know they can do it. Come on. I know you're all listening. Oh, by the way, if you didn't get a look at it, go on to the Canberra Raiders Twitter account or the Facebook account and go and have a look at Shaq Tungai's, um suit that she wore to the Meninga medal last night. It is magnificent almost as good as yours it's it well no it's better than mine it's, it's lime green but she rocks it it's absolutely fantastic um go have a look at that um she's turning into our very own try scoring machine um of course she's going to score three this weekend absolutely guaranteed three tries for her this weekend as, as we race ahead um look but we also as well as that match we were a little bit happier when we were all down watching the new south wales uh cup side the Reggies go up to North Sydney Oval and play the Blacktown Seagulls. And it was a roller coaster of emotion, wasn't it, Matthew? Yeah, that game, oh, we started fantastic. It's, it's. I mean, I guess you could expect it from such a young side. Mm. Having talk, spoken to Juzzy, the coach, mm. he was so proud of them. We, you know, we're running out of side with Jersey Fleet players across the entire, you know, list. And, yep. and some of our most experienced players for the year have been called up to play first grade that's, because that's of the, the injuries game. at the club. Yeah, it's the first game they would have played without Hohepa Puru, who is like, you know, a bit yeah, of the, the glue. Yeah. He's like the Isaiah Yo in the middle, yeah. you know. Yeah. And watching them, it it just it, it bodes so well for that group of young men because they got out to a good lead and they blew a few chances. We really could have gone up by a lot more. There was a, a nice chance down the wing with Schiller where the cover defender actually did quite well to kind of pressure him into a bad pass. But we also dropped a couple of balls. We really could have been up by 24 points. And then Man- yeah, at and Man- least 18. Yeah. And then Manly obviously got, you know, the wind behind their sails. They started getting a few calls yeah, and they had yeah. a lot of talent. They had a lot of talent in that club. You know, they not only had Schuster, they also yeah. had uh, Morgan Boyle. They had um, Tualangi and the Weeks brothers and, a couple of Farnos in there too. And, and you know, there's a lot of history between the Raiders and that Blacktown side. And we've yeah. spoken about it a couple of times about, yeah. you know, some of the stuff on the sidelines at Kipax that day. So yeah. it meant a lot to both teams. And then when Manly or Blacktown got in front, they started really giving it to our younger they players. Really they celebrated that. in their face. They fake whistled. They did all this kind of stuff. And for us to get back into the game um, and then get in front through some brilliance by a number of players, you know, Schiller was fantastic and he, he deserves was. his call up this weekend. He, he had a solo try off a short dropout. Um, Xavier Savage scored a fantastic try when they finally got him on the outside of a player. Yeah. What I love watching is Chevy Stewart and yeah. Ethan Strange have a really nice relationship where one week Strange will be the dominant player than the next week Stewart will be. And they both can they both kind of play a distributing running, you know, and game and Strange set up a beautiful try down the short side with a cutout tip from his left to his right, which mm. bodes well for. for oh, that was grade. a great ball. No. Yeah, and most <laughs> most young players they have a strong pass to their left. He cut out two players to the outside. Mm. It was a great ball, right? Um, My favourite moment in the match though was off the kick return. Asamoah hearing across field as fast as he could, and then yeah. putting Javier down the wing who bolted. Backed up by Chevy Stewart. That was who, a great try. Who, who made yeah. the line. That was the winning try. It was the winning try, but not only that. Um, yeah, and it did have me getting rather emotional online. I think we can all agree. Um, 
But look, it was such a good try and you can't coach speed. Yeah. But the good thing was no. it wasn't just Javier had the speed. It was Asamoah had the speed and then Chevy Stewart to be there and, and to get across. It was brilliant. Kicking some good goals to um, Chevy Stewart. The yes. one thing that would have um, upset your mate, um, Justin Giddo, would have been with like two minutes to go. They didn't just take the tackle. Yeah, it was a couple um, when they had, when really... they had, And they're young, they kicked, you get it. They, they, gave, they gave Manly oh. a seven tackle set and a chance to, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. to, they to did win it twice. the game. North Sydney Oval has very short in goals. So yeah. I'm sure, sure Justin was telling them just to die with the ball. And there was, I know the one you're talking about, mate. There was the perfect opportunity where we went down on the short side just to be tackled with the ball. But that's yeah. that young um, halfback. Um, yeah. You know, my old mate, Danny Levi, I think, played 80 minutes. and he Outstanding. He was. He was, out, he was probably the best player on the field. And Well, I think... the other one that was really outstanding, and it's got a call up in the first grade hmm. this week is... Um... <coughs> Schiller is James Schiller. Yeah. Yeah. Who looks incredible at that level. Really? He, he looked fantastic. Yeah. No, look, I, I actually agree with um, Heather here. I thought Levi was best on the field for the Raiders. I thought he was, well, just, he was the glue amongst a very young forward pack. But I it thought was. Schiller Stewart. Do I have to update that image? Do I have to? I don't know if there's room on Danny Levi. Like, with the, there's already there's there's Matt even, now. There's there's a rat. There's a peacock. I'm just that's what you on Danny Levi. Even you text down. me, Blake. Even you text me going, he was outstanding. So let's when just they pump when the they were in front, when Blacktown got in front and were really wiping our nose in it, the player that got them together behind the line and rallied them and oh, undoubtedly, undoubtedly, Levi. Like undoubtedly, he's see it. He's the the, the wise head there. The guy he's the most experience. experience. Yeah, big but call I, out I to whoever the commentator was in that particular stream. He was magnificent. He was, you know, it reminded me of that guy. Um, Paul Quinn was that his name? Yeah, it's yeah, that yeah. old school. Uh, it was more. He was more Australian than the cast of the castle. Oh he gosh. was. It was the, some of the pronunciations. The pronunciations were fascinating. The play of the game, and I, I personally think, was Chevy Stewart's tackle on that prop. At the yeah. End oh of the yeah. Game. yeah, 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 yeah. So there's, you know, like there's, there's Schiller's great, you know, catch and turn and try and Savage's speed and. There were so many wonderful things to see attacking play in the lime green jersey because, you know, obviously first grade body played a little bit. You're um, right, that was hamstrung. an incredible tackle, wasn't it? Mate, was and he's a little kid. He's, yeah, yeah, but he nailed yeah. him, didn't he? That yeah. was like everything he had was in that tackle. But you've seen, I mean, we've seen, if you watch Cup over the year, you've seen him grow, you've seen him develop. I mean, at yeah, the study when he first came in, I thought, you know, there's no way he's going to be a little bit too he's small. He's going to be. Speed bump. First grade ready next year, but there's there's a possibility that oh, you know it's not a possibility. He's going to be first grade ready. He'll be in the top thirty. I think I think he is guaranteed to be. I think he and Strange have already they've got this. They're guaranteed to be. In the, they, you they can see be. it right now. Now that there's been a lot of, if you think back, we you know we can always talk about how many the lack of half depth in the Raiders right now, but clearly the club has um, decided that this young group of men coming through is the future and yes next year might be tough but we're looking at sanders strange yeah. you know we're looking at um stewart. savage stewart uh, mooney puru mm. schiller um you know and then all our first graders then you throw in morcos asamua like there's 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 a strong club there I, I was just looking at the at the first grade and reserve grade on the weekend and there's only another one other club that had um Two teams, and it was uh, the Roosters. Everybody else, right. actually, New Zealand as well. New Zealand, us, and the Roosters are the three clubs mm, that have. That's who we got size. this weekend. Is yeah, the Warriors. Yeah, so we're up against. We're going up against a very strong um, Warriors side uh, at uh, on Saturday at one pm at Leichhardt. So Sydney based listeners, if yep. you can get down there, support the boys. They're a great. They're a great, get, get they're a great the team. Get yeah, well, there. it's his local. Yeah, yeah, get down there. 
get down there. And Dennis Carnahan, of course, he'll be there. He well, I think we're going to win this game. And, 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 and I think, the, I think the Warriors tailed us up earlier. I think the Warriors tailed us up earlier. Uh, I like year, how, like how I think it was a, wasn't it a 28 20? Wasn't it the mirror of the first grade side? It was like 21 20 or something like that. No, no, that was the second Maybe. one earlier in the year at yeah, Kipax. They absolutely towed us up. That's right. us up. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They, they absolutely did. towed they us up. They well. had a lot more um, strength and size. They did. They absolutely <laughs> did. But yeah, look, it'd be. And great. that was that game of when, um, yeah, Chevy Stewart was sort of last line of defense. I was like, okay, he's maybe not quite that's yeah. right. first grade ready. But then they're going to be missing Peter Holler, who I think picked up an injury. So Jack Clydesdale's that young prop. I think he's 18. He played Yeah, it's crazy. He was great. Wasn't he good? He was great. Wasn't he Big good? Big kid. Big yeah. kid looks nothing like. So he's actually the younger brother of of former Raider Adam Clydesdale. Is that right? Who's who's sort of a, a hooker of yeah. of um, Tom Starling. Knights, yeah, they're, they're Knights and Newcastle boys of Tom Starling esque proportions. So yes, he was. You he can't was be a small. You can't be a small man if your last name's Clydesdale. No, it, it, you know what I mean. Like you want to be a big guy. Right. Well, ironic, ironic, <laughs> like an airy. Ironic nicknames like Tiny. Um, yeah, that's right. Market Watch. Market Watch. Market Watch. Oh. Have there been some movements? Interesting enough, talking of the New South Wales Cup and the young players and 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 Market Watch, etc. I think we've definitely seen um, that since Joel Carbone has taken over mm. as recruitment. There's a long term. He's playing a long game. There's a long game. Yeah. Um, he knows and, what he's doing. Yeah, and and we've got to give him time. We've got to be patient. And look, there's some green shoots definitely, definitely popping some up. Green shoots. Yeah. So so we may not have. A huge year next year. We might be rebuilding year, but it's 1992. Let's reset to 1992, where we brought the kids through. We brought the young Dave Ferner. We brought through a young Russell Mullins. We brought through a young Kenny Nagus. Kenny Nagus. They, they they came through in that year. You know, someone got released from Manly on the weekend. Would you sign him, Kelmatoa Lungi? From Manly, or from the Roost, or from Rabbit Manly? No, not Kolomatangi, Tua Lungi. Oh, he played reserve no. grade against us for Blacktown. He was yeah, arguably get, their best player. Why did he get? Why did he get released? They signed him to a three-year deal. He signed not just for 23, 24, but twenty-five. They told him yesterday he's free to go. Yeah. Well, Raymond Fatale Marin is free to go as well because he's he'd be a pickup. I, I do because you know Fatale. I think Marin's both of them. Character. I think I both think of them could be a pickup actually. Well, that, that's, we're not going to sign a big character. name. We're not going to sign it. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with Raymond Fatale Mariner's character. No, that's I right. Mean, they, made, that's they made I've him captain at the, at the start of the year. And then he was the one that apparently went to the coaches and said, look, you know, on behalf of the Polynesian boys, we don't really like this sort of ultra, um, I don't know, harsh approach that the club seems to be moving forward with. And he's been punished by being told, you know, well, one minute you captain. It, it wasn't just that. I think there was, I think I was trying to read between the lines on 360 and and a lot of it was coming down to the hours. And then the hours yeah. are stretched because of um, the physio and the massages. And then it made sense to me that some of the younger Polynesian boys aren't probably getting the early massages. So they might be finishing training at one o'clock and having to stick around or five o'clock for a massage. Yeah. And, you know, you're waiting four hours for a massage when you've got a big family at home. I, yeah. There's a lot more to that story than what really is going on. And you can see, you know, Phil Gould's now coming out on the front foot and saying they want to sign eight or nine players. Mate, they've signed eight, they've signed eight or 900 and they're letting them yeah. go. Like, that's such a funny it's, club. It's real. It's the new in damage land. control. Yeah, it's, but, it's, yeah, Tua Lungi is a first-grade edge player. Raylan Fatala Mariner is a first-grade edge player. Josh Curran over at... New Zealand is a he got first picked. grade. So he got picked this week. He and, picked, and, but, and Bunny but they can't, but they can't really? fit Curran, uh, Neocora and Jackson Ford into that squad if they all want to play, you know. So uh, there's there's a few players. If we're 
looking at our squad, thinking Elliot's on the way out after maybe another season. We need an edge back row. We didn't get Fafita. There's a few names there that you never know could fit into yeah. our system. Oh, we definitely got to bring someone out. in. But we'll bring some people in over the off-season, but there's no big name coming. It'll be um, <coughs> guys that have been moved on from other clubs. But KO Weeks would be good. KO Weeks good. is another one that's been... He got let go. That's been like, well, they've said that he can go. He's still under contract. There's a bunch of guys, they're still under contract, but they've said, you know, we won't stand in your way. And um, if you, and if any of the listeners did watch that game on the weekend, Kaya Weeks is a good footballer. He is a good footballer, yeah. But you gotta you've always got to wonder why players being let go. It's it's like, you know, if Melbourne's letting someone go without a fight, you don't take them, right? Curtis Scott. You don't take him. Curtis Scott. You don't take him. Um, obviously we've got our mate Reedy. Great fan of the show, Brent Reed. Um, still pushing the fact that Keon Kolomatangi is uh No, we're really, interested. Really, really thinking about coming uh <laughs> down to the Raiders. Now, I don't think there's one of us. Not I I don't think we can find a person who wouldn't sign him up in a flash, right? I think we'd all have him, right? He knows that, we know that, Brent Reed knows that, everyone knows that. We also know this fact. He's not coming. No, He's like, a, but it's good for Brent Reed to put out these stories every now and then because, as he said to me, yeah, you know, it gives us a little it bit of hope. Does it gives us hope? Thanks. It also, for keeps Brent Reed, it also keeps Brent Reed in a job. Thanks for that, Reedy. Mate. Brent You're Reed right. used to be actually all right when he wrote for the Australian, but since he's gone to um, the Daily Telegraph and specialised in clickbait, yeah, he's really got. Well, oh, and also specialised in Courier Mail. Like he's a Queenslander. Yeah, nullifier. like it's just it's a yeah. bit ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Like for the board campaign. Oh, it, it is growing apace. The amount of people have reached out to me and said, how can I get on board? How can I give in money? Um, well, you send your checks um, to uh, Blake for the board campaign, care of Landspeed Records. Not a Landspeed Records. It's, it's actually <laughs> GPA Box 56. Oh, yeah. 56. Canberra. Yeah. ACT 26100. Yeah. 2600. Um, and yeah, if you enclose a stamp. No, 2601. I think it's 2600. If you... It'll get there. Uh, if you enclose a stamped, self-addressed yep. envelope, yeah, um, I'll send you back, yeah, an eight by ten signed, glossy, slightly sticky photo of Barney J. Yeah, that's right. And for those who are the first five to get in this week, I will also send you back some eight by ten glossy reproductions from my colonoscopy this week. <laughs> yeah, fascinating. <laughs> very good, very good. So, the first thing I'm going to do, and I'm still. Doing, yep. oh, I think I sort of sort of partially did already. Is I'm stopping the music being you've played. Stopped, I think you've stopped the music. Yeah, I've stopped the music. So, the, music so the next thing that um, the people the music's been stopped until at least next year. I could tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next thing I'm going to do yeah. is, um, especially current after last week's very um, current. We all saw it. We were all scared. I'm stopping the white jersey. Stopping the white jerseys. Have, have these people not even heard our song? Don't know. Don't want no red. Don't want no blue. Yeah. Don't want no white. white. Or orange it's tube. in the song. Why it's are we wearing white jerseys? Why are we wearing white jerseys? What does lime green clash with anyway? You know, uh, we'll hit you, we'll hit you, we'll hit you, and you'll see white. No, no. You see green. We're green. We're green. We're up against a side that wears blue. Green Pale blue. Yeah. Green, I like the white. Green. I like the white. God's sake. You know, this is why you're not in the name of the podcast. It's why you're a special <laughs> guest star. 
Right. Anyway, they don't win in the no white, more white jerseys. Look, I found we more... did. We beat Souths. I think we. The only time we ever used to when we had when they first brought in. I know the, the only time we should wear it is against South Sydney. Was against like, Souths. Yeah. I had one of the Woodger ones, the the original white nineteen eighty three Woodger ones. I had number three on the back for my favourite player. Do you know who that was? Ron Giddo. Ronnie Giddo. You've said that this year already. Ronnie Giddo. Memories going in her old age. Isn't oh, it? Yeah. Isn't it? Um, but yeah, we're getting rid. Look, Lord Funkin reached out to me this week and said um, he he'll be back online at some stage. But uh, he said he was viscerally appalled by the white jersey when he saw the presentation of her Hepa Puru and it was yeah. a white jersey. Yeah, I mean, it was all over. Why? It was all over. It's barely worth turning on the game. We, we don't win in white. We don't win in white. It's just appalling. Um, you know who uh, also has some strong views is Danny Stewart. <clears throat> yeah, this is Danny Stewart, the uh, half brother of a uh, Canberra Raiders coach, Ricky Stewart. <clears throat> now, now, in regards to the uh, uh, tight loss against the uh, Sharkies uh, last Sunday, I uh, thought the uh, lads showed a lot of uh, C and E. Uh, the BATB not quite with us as usual, and they, uh, I thought with a bit of team in that game of footy for uh, at least the first uh, 60 minutes. <coughs> uh, you had the unfortunate incident there where uh, Sebi Chris was uh, uh, sent off for a good ball and all tackle there, and uh, I thought that was a bit harsh, and uh, I thought the Fords were fine in that game of footy. I think we made over uh, 1,800 metres, and... Uh, at times, they outgunned him in the middle there, but uh, the Sharkies uh, just skipped away at the end there. We didn't really follow the uh, Denny Stewart game plan in regards to a uh, skipping out to that early lead. Uh, so that was a bit disappointing, but a, uh, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. She's a new competition starting on uh, Sunday. <coughs> uh, now, in regards to uh, the big one coming up against the Knights, so I'm going to swim against the uh, tide a little bit there and... Uh, Look, I wouldn't be riding the Knights off. I, I think they're a uh, they're a plucky team. Uh, they'll fight hard, and uh, I think they'll give us a real game, probably for at least the first 55, 60 minutes. <clears throat> uh, they're not just going to hand it to us. Uh, a lot of the discourse through the week has been that uh, the Raiders are just going to run away with it. No one's giving the Knights a chance. And uh, look, we might still run away with it, and it still might be a bit of a cakewalk there, but uh, I expect the Knights to hang in there for uh, at least the first 55, 60 before the uh, Raiders' uh, class shine through at the end there, and we uh, run away with it at the end. <coughs> uh, so in regards to uh, uh, the games looking forward, uh, we're probably looking at the Warriors across the ditch uh, after we uh, deal with the Knights. Uh, the Warriors have got the Panthers there, so... You, uh, you'd expect uh, the Pennies to win that one, so the Knights, the Warriors, uh, two very winnable games there, uh, and uh, probably uh, the Broncos uh, the following week in Brisbane. Well, we already dusted them uh, up up there, so uh, it's hard to see any of those three teams troubling us, and uh, fuck me, we're looking at a green final, aren't we? <coughs> uh, so onwards and upwards uh, for the uh, green machine, uh, I can't see anyone... Uh, Getting in our way and stopping us on our march towards that inevitable fourth premiership. And I uh, looking forward to the game on Sunday. And my God, does he have some uh, some strong views? I like his confidence. No, I do. I do. Well, I, I and I, I back his confidence. <laughs> and, the, only, and... the only person that's even more eternally uh, positive than yourself is Danny Stewart. Right. But, um, and, and while we're mentioning that, you know, there have been some things, there has been something that has annoyed me. In fact, you might say it grinds my gears. You know what really grinds my gears? And you know what grinds my gears, Blake? Cocktail frankfurts? I love cocktail frankfurts. I, I love cocktail frankfurts. And the ones at Aldi, uh, the cheapest ones, they're gluten-free. They're fantastic. I could eat things all day long. It's one of my favorite. People, say, I think, Matt, people I think... that say tartar sauce instead of tartar, <laughs> tartar sauce. Oh, no. People that say shrimp instead of syrup. Oh, it drives me nuts. No, what drives well, me nuts? You said cocktail frankfurts before. 
<laughs> no, I don't think I've ever said Cocktail Frankfurt's I've in my life. I've said Deja Vu. I'm sure you, Cocktail Frankfurt. You can have little boys. Back. You can have little boys or you can have Cocktail Franks, whatever you care to call them. They're, they're one of life's fucking... When my mother first went back to work oh, yeah. and my father would um, have to prepare dinner for us some mm. nights, um, he would cook us dinner and would involve um, Frankfurt's <laughs> and tinned potato salad. There you go. <laughs> Bird groups. There's some green in the tin potato salad, isn't it? Pretty sure there is. Um, what grinds my gears is people giving up on the Raiders and riding it away. Now, I'm not calling out anyone, Solzy, but um, people who don't think that we're going to go up to Newcastle. Solzy's not the negative one. It's this guy. And he we, wanted us to lose three games in a row and just tear up the whole joint. Tear up the whole joint. No, no, I never wanted us to lose three games in a row, but guess what? We're going to, and we are tearing up the joint and it might be better in the long run. And here is clearly true. we're cleaning true. house guys. True. It's it's what is going to happen to, and this is, this is not pork smoker. This is what's going to happen. And this is why it grinds my gears that people don't maintain the faith in the race. What is going to happen is we're going to go up to Newcastle completely underestimated. They're going to come out. Jackson Hastings is still bodgy. He's going to get into, in the first 10 well, minutes. Well, people are people that still bodgy. Caelan Pong is like... No, he's going to get bodgy. And Caelan Pong's shoulder's going to go. And all of a sudden, we're going to win the match. And you guys are all going to be eating humble pie because we're going to win the damn match. We're going to go to Newcastle and win. They are going to poop the bed, right? Because they've got all this pressure on. They're going for 10 in a row, which is rarely ever met. They've got a full house, all the expectation. It's Crocus Baba. 300. It's Crocus 300 all again. There is too much pressure put on this what match. What happened on they're Crocus thinking, 300? Th- we lost against no, he's the Warriors. Saying... They're thinking, they're thinking the they're bad. they put too much emphasis on oh, They're going to catch our disease. Wonderful. They're going to catch it. They're going to absolutely fall down on it. Ash Klein's going to come through, do some of the greatest. Here's the thing. We can't even beat the Newcastle Knights when they're shit. How are we going to beat them when they're going good? And the, the, the only reason that people have said to me is that we might win as well. Well, they're due for a loss. They are due for a loss. <laughs> they're due for a loss. How can you believe? It grinds my gears that you don't believe. Believe people. You know, why would we have brought Hepapuru and, and Trey Mooney and Schiller up into this side, right, and away from the Reggie side if we didn't genuinely think we were going to win? We're going to win, and you're going to see Mate, us win. This Newcastle side's been playing dynamic football. They and have. They're peaking, kind of like New Zealand were a month ago or like North Queensland Parramatta. were two months ago. Parramatta, when, what year was that, 2000? Yeah, they're on fire, mate. And, it, and we... We made all this the on the weekend too. 2012, Ben Barber. It's like that. It's well, like one of those. Is Newcastle this weekend are shitting the bed is what's no, going to happen. In front they're of... going to go all the way and lose the grand final, as did the Bulldogs and, and Parramatta. And the... it's Callan Ponga. The, the Raiders the are going season. through the next week of the finals, right? And and Newcastle will be out. And there'll be some issue. They'll be up in arms about how they were robbed and it will sell masses of paper. But here's the thing. I'll tell you, I'll tell you some of my thing. thoughts. The Raiders rate better on TV than the Knights do, right? But the Knights get better attendances at the away grounds than the Raiders do. We, we, it's the Raiders are going to win anyway. Grimes McGee's, you what guys don't have believe to do it. Any... it gr- shut up. Can I say, can I say a couple of things about going in this semi final? I mean, we're going off the run sheet a bit here, but I haven't felt less confident going into a, a Raiders going into a semi final than probably since 2004 when it was the McIntyre system, mm. 1v8, and we, oh, we were like the eight, and we went up to play the Roosters. Yeah, that's right. And about the only... No, it was a, the Bulldogs. No, the Bulldogs won the comp that year, but it was we played... The Roosters finished on top of the... Ladder. They were remember we were taken to town by someone. It was the Roosters, and um, about the only good thing at that game was for about the first 10 minutes, Tyron Smith was just trying to take off all the Roosters' heads. Oh, that's right. That was about the only... That was about the only entertaining... Tyron, before the match, after the match. That was about the only entertaining thing about that. But yeah, 
for a long for the longest time if the raiders were in a semi that I was a time when you were still wearing the flat cap and banging the drum and walking around the grounds right was um <laughs> do we have no, this, this this newcastle side's been they're able to attack down both sides of the field they've got Fitzgibbon back, they're, they're dynamic, they're fast. I didn't even entertain. Like, I used to go to every... The Raiders made it semi-final. I would, I would go. I didn't no, even I'm just... entertain the prospect of going this game in Newcastle. I couldn't think of anything worse than being like... The, like It's like sending the Christians to the lion's den. Yeah, We're going to get massacred. But that's when the Raiders show their best results, when there's absolutely no expectation of whatsoever. And they're gonna We win. did a lot on the weekend, but we actually managed to create a game plan that really spoilt the way that the sharks attacked like that you know like we can lament the way that we attacked but we decided to see if we could outlast them physically through the middle and who would come over that last 20 and then obviously what happened with sebi but it, it's that game was <laughs> i didn't the hate the game plan i didn't hate the game plan i was enjoying the first what was really tough deserve. though is when we did get our opportunities so we played a very very simple style of football and then when the opportunities presented itself through fatigue in their defensive line and we were meant to capitalize, we panicked. We didn't have a cool, calm head. You know, when Jack made that break, Matty mm. Frawley went the yeah. short side and held the ball. And it was like, that was our chance. I know. We were playing a game that was going to be like 18 to 16 or 12, six. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't going to be a blowout game. The one time we went down the left-hand side. That was I amazing. Still think, I still think out. Chris was, he was no, out. I don't know. He was out. He was out. But that was amazing because you actually... And, the, and then the game the turned kick. on its head. Pardon the pun. I mean, I know Jack White was the only yeah, person still chasing, but he would have scored. Yeah, you know, he would have scored. But we they we offered more in attack than what they did. They really had nothing at all. They made a lot week. of uncharacteristically stupid mistakes. Yeah, because we forced them into it by playing through the middle third. But that this Newcastle side is not the Sharks, a gun-shy Sharks where Nico Hines, one in every four games, can actually have a shocker. We did mm. it to him. We did it to him when he played fullback in the Magic Round in Brisbane last year. Yeah. This Newcastle side is flying and they've got options on both sides of the field. And since yeah. they moved, it's not just about moving Ponga to fullback. It's since they moved Jackson Hastings to the other side. They are there as a threat to this competition as, as anyone. I... I, they should have beaten Penrith at home and they had a couple of really bad calls go against them. They, I feel like they'll beat us. And, um, and oh, I feel that like left edge is deadly. And then I feel like they'll beat New, New Zealand next week. And then I yeah. actually feel like they might win the following week. Um, mm. You know, they would have to come. They, would, they would be, assuming the Panthers win, they'd have to come against the Panthers in the... Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. Their forward pack's fast and dynamic. It reminds me of how, like I said, the the Warriors were playing a month ago and they've had a couple of um, hiccups. And it was like watching the Cowboys, you know, when they clicked for that six weeks of football. Yeah, um, so... I agree, but I just think they are primed. They are primed shit the bed. They, they are absolutely primed. But in, in, look, in the Sharks match, I just want to point out, like a lot of people came down and were very annoyed at the, the Raiders and, you know, they thought they'd you know, given the match away, et cetera. But I, I, I disagree. I thought in that match, it wasn't done until Chris went off, right? Until that point, we were still in the match. And after that, they got some cheap tries where, you know, um, Rapa failed to defuse that ball. Um, Nick Patrick was, was defending, looking in the wrong way. He was. But My again, we, we were down a man and they, they, they were panicking, right? And, and that's one thing. But like, 
it wasn't until Chris got sent off in the 59th minute, and then all of a sudden they scored. Braden Trindle scored straight away, then Ronnie Molotale, then Sienna Katoa. But they only scored three tries against us when we were a man down and in in um, all sorts of... Yeah, of and it was a tough game well, to well, be a man And down. my view is, for well, the first try the... with Jack Ro- Jesse Ramian, they were gifted possession that was not theirs. They shouldn't have had yes. it. Right. Then they got a penalty before the Jack Williams. Uh, sorry, Jack did the stupid one and gave the the possession to them for Jack Williams to score the try straight after half time, which was done. But then for the Braden Trindle try um, and the uh, um, Roddy Militalo try, there were bad decisions. Yeah. Leading up to those, you know, where I don't believe they should have had the ball. Um, I don't think we were that badly beaten in that match at all. I probably. Yeah, I mean, if, if Jack takes that catch just before Seb gets. Up ends Katoa and he scores where in front. And know, I thought he was taken um, out personally. But you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean the guy he's taken out more than Hudson Young took out yeah. Seb. Yeah, it was far more of an escort than that. And if it hadn't happened, they might have actually looked at it. The problem is once the spear tackle happened, everything that had happened just before it was completely irrelevant. You know. Anyway, I just didn't think we did that badly in that match. Um and in fact I thought some players actually did well and we've already Talked about how we thought Hepapuru didn't look out of place at all. Uh, Trey Mooney was great too. I thought Trey Mooney was really, really good as well. He ran for, he was on for 35 minutes and he ran for 120, 130 minutes. We made good meters yeah. through the forwards. Uh, Matt Timiko ran for like 250 yeah. ridiculous amount of meters. meters. In terms ran, of the yeah. meters, like we, the amount of meters we ran is normally 250. He ran. Yeah, crazy. It's normally, if you look at those stats, normally you'd win. And look, while Jack did some pretty dumb things he looked he also did some bloody good things the the one that he broke through and then frawley ran it himself um that was brilliant he he beat three men uh all ends up through sheer power running um and was out in the clear anybody's on him if kotrick's on him anybody coming through that's a try before a tackle's even hurt but no one got there you know there was no one there was no one there anyone who's with him bloody elliot whitehead is with him that's a try you know anybody you know He's a centre. He's a centre. And- well, as Ricky said, he is a centre and he's only just been playing 5-8 for the last six years because it's what's best for the team. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Correct. Or as you hear on some radio stations, we've been asking him to play fullback, but he's been saying no for two years, oh, which is utter, utter, utter rubbish. But he made 201 metres. 201 metres yeah. he made. Seven tackle breaks. Yeah. Right? And he's exactly the person... Because he's playing, you know, if we lose, this is his last game in green. Do you think he's going to leave anything out there? Whoever the hell's marking, which I think on that side Jago. is Bradman Best. Or is no, no. Jago? So Bradman Best plays on the Bradman Best is on the left edge. Yeah, so he's got... Like Fitzgibbon. That's where they do all their attack. But then Gay Guy normally is up against Croker and has a really good game as well. So That's right. So yeah, they, play, they play structure down the left-hand side where they always try and get um, Fitzgibbon running that hard line or Gay Guy to get that two on one or but those you know, guys Cameron are trying to get that three on two and then if they get caught there they get they get gagai early gagai's on the right, on the right. Yeah, so yeah, you know yeah. they get bradman best with Caleb ponga yeah and then if they don't break through they 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 play deep and they try and get gagai really early ball because of his footwork you know like they play unstructured to the right and very very structured to the left but um, is that whiten's going to go out and make life a misery for a few um nights this weekend now it, it might turn out he does dumb things to get sin bin sent off, you know, whatever. But there's just as much chance that he cripples a few people, breaks a few line, and completely takes control of the game because he's capable of doing that. And and he's not going to die. He's capable wondering. of doing it at Marathon Stadium too. He did it up there last time we played up there, didn't he? When he look took at this off. back line. Oh, this isn't the team. It's but Kalen Ponga, Dom Young, Dane Gay Guy, Bradman Best, Greg Mahews, 
Mars you. Mars you. Mars you. Mars you. Tyson Gamble. Tyson Gamble, who I bagged last time, didn't he? He got a double. He got a Black double. Black and Black and Black. But that, I mean, that's a great thing. But, you know, Rapiner, Schiller, Whiten, Chimico, Kotrick, Frawley, Fogarty. I mean, that is world class right there. Just ask Danny Ando about how, uh, Danny Stewart, how he feels about Matt Frawley. And he's playing his last game in green if we lose. He's going to leave it all out. And no one expects anything of it. That's why it's on. It's on. The ambush is on. And it's What's not going on here in the... In the, in oh, the Blacko's got, got the black lung. You guys lung. coming down with COVID or something? Like he's got, he's just... got the black lung. I've been sick yeah, for like six weeks and there's weird fumes in the filthy storeroom. <laughs> really and is. they've gone to the pork's brain. <laughs> and he's, 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 are you still on the drugs from, the, um, from last night? I didn't do any drugs last night. I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? Well, I, saw, I saw you coming what out of the toilet. I, I saw you coming out of the toilets. Holding a bourbon and coke. That is yeah. <laughs> the only drug I was on was happiness, right? Oh, and by the way, the reason Victor you and Kurt Man is because Kurt he's hurt. Man. So I spent all that time down the front table with Victor, of course, who's a life member as opposed to you. You know. Anyway, coming out of the GE, I don't know you're listening, GE. I had a word to them last <laughs> week, last night and said, look, GE really wants to be invited in the future, you know. It's time that you know GE does have it extended to him because that's how it works. Because you initially got it because you were never invited to any events or openings or they didn't know I wanted to come. No, until I sort of teased you about on the show, and then then obviously there's people at the club that listen. And and Benny and Jason, they said, "Of course, you can come wherever you want. You're you're you know you're welcome." And you're one of us. One of us. You're you're welcome. Just don't bring Blake. Don't bring Blake. That was exactly what the invitation said. Just don't bring Blake. Bring Blake, but you snuck in. You snuck in. They're not going to refuse Ronald McDonald entry. No, they are not. <laughs> um, mind you, carrying that many burgers, that was impressive. Um, look, you're going for, for Jordan Rapiner for the man of the match. Do we agree with that, Matthew? Oh, yeah, who gives a shit? We lost. Oh, Season's over. God's sake. <laughs> this is what you've got. This is Jordan what Rapiner got. is a god against men, amongst men. Yeah. And he's incredible. And he scored try and <laughs> almost yeah. scored another try. He did. He did. It wouldn't have been a double. I know everyone's saying it would have been a double movement if he hadn't dropped the ball. It would. It was definitely not a double movement because his arm was off. It just. It was the same as the Tedesco one Mm. against South. You see the Tedesco one where he looks like he's short of the line and then he just powered over. It was the ball hadn't touched the ground. I don't know why people are saying, "Oh, they would have ruled the double movement no matter what." I'm telling you that right now. No, no, no. No, they were doing play on. They were doing. They would press the Raiders button. Video ref. They had already ruled it was not a double movement. They were looking at the grounding, and he didn't ground it. Um, but uh, yeah, look, I'll go with I'll go with uh, Rapiner there. Although I was pretty happy again with Nick Cottridge. I thought he played uh, Matt Timiko and, and and look and Puru and Mooney. I wouldn't have given him either man of the match. No. There, there's an argument for um for Danny Levi. Yeah, yeah, Danny Levi. Yeah, maybe. Okay, but um. <laughs> Maybe it's time we get into Ask Cloud of the Week. <laughs> I wonder what our next bit of merch should be, a rugby league merch. I want to have the shirt with the shoe man, three knees, etc. Mm. Um, the crab. But now I'm thinking maybe Danny Levi Island t-shirt could be, <laughs> that, could be that could be the one. That's a very niche item. Your there. Photoshop skills are so good. It's going to sell Look, like hotcakes. I've got, and once more, this session, we don't have a sponsor for Ask Plan of the Week, and we're, we're for sale. Barco and I are for sale. I'm going to approach the good people at uh, McDonald's ACT this week. Um, great. What's the name you sold? They've, they've dropped out. No, apparently um, they don't like uh, Matt's image. He's too uh, young. They want someone a little bit older. 
colonoscopy. After your colonoscopy, they've decided to run a mile. Oh my god! Yes, I could. I could have used some. Um, anyway, but my ask man of the week. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I could see it coming, and I actually sent some advice to the coach about how he dealt with it. I didn't know this was going to happen, but it turns out after the Seb Chris uh, did he reply? Uh, did yeah. he leave you unread after the no after the um. Seb Chris uh, spear tackle. I knew that Ricky was going to get asked. Alaf Kotrich got sent off for a spear tackle in 2019 against the Dragons. They were going to ask him how he saw it and see if he could defend it so they could uh, go down. And I wanted to make sure Rick knew that uh, what we did is say, you know, I'll have to watch it on the replay. And, you know, I'm just glad the person seems to be unhurt, right? And that's the, the line that he basically took. Little did I know the person who baited him in 2019, our very own Eamon Tierman, Eamon Tierman, was actually in the press conference and once more tried to bait Ricky with that. And Ricky, fortunately, didn't give him anything. Our friend from um, Fox Sports. Fox Sports. NRL, aka, AKA, AKA yeah. Staff Riders. Staff Riders, right. And he came out and and he did it. But then, not satisfied with trying to bait Ricky but not getting it, writes an article um, in news.com basically saying that uh, Ricky, uh, having a go at Was Ricky he the one that actually asked the tackle. question, though? Yeah. Yeah, 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 he was. He, I know he's the one that article. I know he's the infamous Wollongong. He, he was the one who was in the thing. Anyway, he says in the article, our Eamon, he says they said uh, Ricky famously had a blow up at the journalist in the press conference after the Cotridge. Journalists. Journalist. Yeah, he said journalist. Well, it wasn't journalists. I was in that room. I saw what it was. He had a go at Eamon Tierman. And it was an ongoing battle between the two who I don't believe had very much. Uh, don't, you know, they're not going to be best mates. They're not. They're not going to go and get. Uh, Eamon uh, Tiernan's not getting invited to the Melmaninga Medal. He's not. Soon. He's not. He's not going to get. He's not going to go down to the local match. Not even at the crappy size. Not even in the crappy table with me and, no. and and Victor the Viking up the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. He's not going to be there. But he wrote journalists, and it's like no. So I had to send back in a tweet. Said no, no, Eamon. Um, it was just you. We had to go at. It was just you. The point is, which Eamon, you, you maybe haven't clown. explained that clearly, is that Ricky was asked. What did you make of the spear tackle? And Ricky, so Ricky said, I didn't make anything of it because I haven't seen the replay yet. Yeah. Or words to those effect. So then the headline, the story was, Ricky didn't make anything of the spear tackle, in which he was implying that he was trying to downplay it or say that it didn't it happen. Didn't it was yeah. just, it's just what happens when you take one sentence yeah. out of a conversation yeah. and, and, you know, present it in isolation. Yeah, yeah. But then presented with journalists as well, which was just, you know, that was going on the pale. Anyway, you're an ass clown, Eamon. You're an ass clown. Who have you got for us, Matt? Uh, I don't really have one this week. I'm what about kind the, of... the Blacktown celebrations, mate? Josh Schuster there, yeah, blowing Josh the Schuster. whistle. Did you, if you haven't seen it, um, go watch the highlights. They'll be on New South Wales Rugby League, so NSR, NSW. The highlights are great. I, I think I shared the highlights. The highlights are great. Yeah. So they score, try, teams. they score a try down their left edge. I think Schuster might throw the last pass. And look, if you watch the highlights, you might think Josh Schuster plays an incredible game of rugby league. Mm -hmm. But if you watch that game, he is one lazy, lazy rugby league player. And I wouldn't want him anywhere near my club. He, mm -hmm. um, he they, they score a try in the second half to take the lead. Um, having been down 12 nothing, they end up going up 22 to 12. And it might be the last try that they mm -hmm. score. And Schuster makes this kind of curved run like he's the referee blowing a whistle and runs in front of all the Raiders players who heads it down in the in goal. And he's like, and it's just you. I know he's celebrating with his mates because that, that particular group of players 
Weeks and the Fano brothers, they're all from that same development when Manly brought Blacktown over a number of years ago and changed the culture of their club. And they carried on in a way against our really young team that was abhorrent. And for our young players to come back, um, he, Josh Schuster can be my ass clown. Hundred percent. Thank you yeah. for reminding me about that one, mate. Because no, no, I'm on top of these things. Yeah. And thank, thank you for not pointing out my profanity on our chat online during that match. And I don't have an ass clown <laughs> because, yeah, I'm not mean spirited. Okay, yeah. so let's look at. The, <laughs> no, you're not. No, everyone says you're a saint amongst men, and you never revel in anyone else's misfortune and downfall. Well, it's you know, true. You're not. You don't. Okay, so the team lists. We've got so we've got Jordan Rapiner at the back, Schiller on one wing in the two, Kotrick on the other. Schiller coming in, of course, for Seb Chris and Seb. And, and surprisingly, I actually thought that um Albert Hobwari would come back into the side. Mm-hmm. But obviously James Schiller's incredible form in New South Wales Cup last week, and he looked good when he came on for Hopawati yeah. uh what was that game a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, and look, and, and at a pinch, at a pinch. He could go. He can do harder work in the forwards. He's a big enough body that he could. I mean, I'm not saying that he should, but he can go for the tough stuff. Schiller, he can. Right, like he's big enough. He's a big. You've seen. Are you, well, you're going to take him off the wing and put him. In the, he's going to no, play. I'm wing. just saying, if if injuries happened, he's a big enough body that you can move him around into bigger spots. Um, we got we got Whiten in three. We got Timoko in four, which I gotta say is gotta be up there with the best in combinations in the country. Um, then in the halves we got. Farewelling Matt Frawley, um, second last, uh, third, fourth last match for the Raiders. Um, then you've got Jamal Fogarty, had a great season in the seven. In the forwards, we've got Arda Mariota and Jay Tarpanay starting with Zach Wolfen in between them. Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead in the second row. Hepapuru in the 13 jersey, doing very well there. Did he start because he didn't start on the weekend? No, well, maybe not, but when no. he came on, he, geez, the people stopped when he hit them. Then you got Tom Starling, 14. Emre Gula, 15, 16. Tom Starling did not play, played through the middle at 13. Yeah, yeah, he did not play in the hooker at all. No. And then you got Trey Mooney in the 17 jersey. Um, for the Knights, you've got Kalen Ponga coming back from the shoulder injury in number one. Dom uh, Dom Young is on his way out of the Knights. Down last the game. This will be his last this game. This will be his last game for the Knights. Yeah. Um, on the other wing, you've got Greg Marzius down from the Gold Coast Titans. Knows how to lose the final. Um, then in the centres, you've got Dane Gagai <laughs> and, and Bradman Best. Um, Bradman Best, who always seems to save his worst game for the Raiders. Yeah, his best yeah. game. Is, is this his first final? Have to be. Might be. Has to be. Uh, then yeah. you've got Tyson Gamble um, and Jackson Hastings in the six and seven. Um, then in the front row, you've got Jacob Saifidi with Leo Thompson, with Phoenix Crossland, who once before has won the Blake and the Port Curse and scored a try yeah. against us. Um, Tyson Frizzell, who I've got to say is having... A re- turning back the a, clock. Turning back the clock. A rebirth I year. think they've re-signed him, haven't they? Because Unbelievable. There was, there I, I thought he was or... done and dusted when he moved up there. I didn't yeah. think he had anything more in the tank. And, oh, my God, does he. And Lachlan Fitzgibbon, or while he's got a brain explosion in him, uh, the lad has been playing some good football. Well, Lachlan Fitzgibbon at the start of the year, everyone said was a dud. Yep, I was one of them. And um, he's not. He's going to England next year. But, geez, since they've gone good, he's been he's like, been really good. Yeah. He's been playing well, and of course we've got our very own Adam Elliott, number thirteen. He, another player that's come come good at the start of the year. You know, probably wasn't going as well as he did. They at the did Raiders. the same thing as we did. They were playing him off. Yeah, the yeah. So and he was also injured. Nah, but he was injured. He had a, a growing injury. But the thing that Fitzgibbon does, which is underrated, he runs such a hard in line. You know, like poor Hutto. Hutto's he's he's trying to do too much. He's getting up and fighting the marker. He's 
He doesn't run a hard line off and he props and steps and because he's got all the skills to be able to do it. Like sometimes you just got to run at times where yeah, you know, and the offload. Where Fitzgibbon doesn't have half the skill as Hudson Young, but he just runs that inside shoulder as hard as probably the hardest in the competition would be Nicara, Britain Nicara. And then after that, that's where and that, and that's where they've clearly been able to design a lot of play with Ponger out the back and then Bradman Best. They you know, they create that doubt on that inside shoulder of the A defender or whatever it's called. So I, I, that that's where they attacked us in the game at Bruce Stadium, and and that's where they'll go again. I yep, think that's I one of the reasons why I know we probably move Jack to defend there is because he, you know, he's a much stronger defender at, at, in the centre position than what we've had in the past. Mm. Well, he's he's very good, but the, yeah, that's right. And then on their bench, they've got Kurt Mann, Daniel Siafidi, Jack Hetherington, and Matt Croker. Jack so- Hetherington, James Shaw's cousin. Is that right? Yeah, did you know that? No, I did not. There'll be no love lost there. No love lost there. Um, fight, fight, you know fight, how, fight, cause, fight, cause, fight, fight. Because uh, Brett Mullins and, and Brett Hetherington like brothers-in-law. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. They're all connected. Yeah, right. There you go. Who knew? Well, obviously you, not me. <laughs> okay. Most so, people. Look, most Raiders fans look, know, look, Someone who knows stuff. And again, if you, you want to get Blake onto the board, which I think we all do, um, you send in that uh, stamp self-addressed envelope to... Yeah. Uh, PO Box 56, 56. Um, Canberra ACT 2601. Um, and we'll send you back a signed, very sticky photo. Of, slightly sticky. Slightly honey. photo. Honey. Of honey, honey of uh, Arnie J's nuts. My honey's crystallized. Yes, yeah, so as mine. Yeah. Anyway, Arnie J, oh. it's time to rip in with him. G'day, Raiders fans. Well, the Panthers won for us last week. So well done, Ivan and the team for helping us. Did we deserve it? Probably not, but we have had the easiest draw in the comp. I know we have a lot of doom and gloom around regarding our chances this week, and I don't like them either, but we can be proud of our young forwards. The Sharks are no powerhouses in the forward department, but our boys were excellent in the first half, which is great to see for next season. So how do we win? The Knights have beaten us up twice this year, and the vast majority of their all-run metres is from their back five. So our first KPI is keep each player running 150 metres or less if they wear a jersey one to five. The Knights have scored 115 tries this year and we have scored 78. So conservative risk-free footy is not the plan this week. We need to be bold and throw the ball around. If we are going to go down, then we go down swinging. Ponger is having pain-killing injections to get through the year, so bomb the ball high and hit him. Grubber the ball low, make him stretch and hit him. Don't kick the ball to anyone else. Kick it to Ponger, always to Ponger, and always heavy contact. Hastings is also three weeks back from an ankle injury, so he gets the same defensive treatment. Get away from our red zone. Don't give him space, and I want to see plenty of tackles around the legs. We need to stop Frizzell and Elliot on the edges. Both are guns and can really hurt us. So if we can limit their back five, this helps us stop the edges when the ball gets out wide. And our wedges, well, we all know we all know what's been going on with our wedges. So we need to play up-tempo footy, plenty of bodies in motion, tackle with intensity and purpose. And if we can do all of the above, we might just be able to surprise everyone and win this game.
Enjoy your finals footy this week and go, you green machine. Well, there you go. There you go. Again, you can get... He's wild. He's He's crazy. He's out there. He's he's getting more and more out there. He really is. Okay, now we've got... There's some breaking news, actually, lads. Okay, breaking um, news. Hang on, we need to... The the irony of breaking news in a podcast when people hear it. Yeah, it won't be out. This podcast won't be out for like 12 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone, there's some breaking news. Yesterday... So Jack White said it's complete bullshit, basically, that um, he was asked to play fullback and he said no. He said that... Um, Has he done an Instagram post? No, I don't Is know where it's story? come up, but where it's are basically you him... Def- it's it's on CanberraWeekly.com. Oh. On the Raider the cast. Source. The source. Canberra Weekly, that's where... When yeah, I want to know, yeah. like, you know, what's happening in the local real estate scene. Yeah, I do. Okay, so, so screw you. I'm not going to break the news. All right, tell you. You just break the news. So, no, but I, I, did I say a quote, Pork? Did I get to say a quote? Okay, yeah, okay, quote, okay, 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 right, do the, you, you're do right. cutting him off, Blake, you are. You are I've played lock for the first time since under-12s this year. I'm in the centres and out of position now. I've played fullback before and I'd happily go back. No one asked me. I don't even know where that's come from. I'd peel oranges for the boys if they asked. Oh, that's oh. Stick that up, yeah. Stick that up, yeah, you nice. swimmer. Whatever your name is, Magnuson or <laughs> the missile. Sullivan or... He's got sources in the Raiders. He's got sources in the Raiders. <laughs> the missile, probably. Yeah, sweet and sour sauce, yeah. tomato sauce. Um, maybe it's that guy was talking to the toilet, not the toilets. Um, <laughs> anyway, we best move on to the extended bench. Who's on the extended bench? Oh, and it is a cracker this week. So for them... Adam Clune is in the 18 jersey. Half, half Hardwick there? Half? Yeah. Okay, so then we've got Lachlan Miller. Is he worthy of a full Hardwick? Now? No. So no. half a Hardwick. Half so Hardwick. we've got two Hardwick. Uh, two, uh, Hardwick. Dylan Lucas in the 20. No. Got zero Hardwick. mullet. Zero no. mullet. So, uh, zero, uh, then we've got Anari Tawala. Scored a few match-winning tries. Got to be half, half Hardwick. Hardwick. Okay, yeah. so half. And then Brody Jones, the well-credentialed Brody Jones half in the 22. Half Hardwick. So half. they're up to two Hardwicks with that. Then we have Jared Croker in the 18. That's going to be two Hardwicks. At least, I'm saying two. Six Hardwicks. Two Hardwicks. Two. We've got Albert Hoppawati. Got to be a Hardwick. Got to be. Half. Hardwick. Half. All right. I'm going to give it a half. Danny Levi. No Hardwicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be at least half. Baltimore. Hardwick. I reckon he's a, he's I reckon a, Hardwick. He's a full Hardwick. He's full a Hardwick. Hardwick. Okay. He's Hardwick. a dual international. Hardwick. Then you've got Ethan Strange in the 21. Half Jersey. Hardwick. Half a Hardwick. Half Hardwick. Yeah. And then we got. Javier, ex-Javier Savage in the 22 jersey. Got to be at least half, half a Hardwick. Half a Hardwick there. Close to so, a full Hardwick, actually. But so we've got... Three quarters of a Hardwick. One and a half, <laughs> two and a half. We've got four and a half Hardwicks for the Raiders and only two Hardwicks for the Knights. And there you go. There you go. So the extended bench once more goes to the Canberra Raiders. But it's time for... Who's got a before we go, who's no, going to no, you cannot <laughs> stop me. You have to work up to these things, you know. They're, they're... Okay, but while I'll do this bit, and then you go, we haven't mentioned it. The referee, my mate, your mate, your Facebook friend. Yeah. Can you send him a message on Facebook and ask us to do us a favor? Give us a fair go. No. Apparently, night tell him, tell him to give him a Big Mac. He gives them a hard time as well. So it's Ashley Klein. It's Ashley Klein who. When, Someone... we, when we discuss things on Facebook, it's only about how good his barbecue looks or where he's taken the camper van to or whatever like right. that. You know, it, there's, it's there's nothing no to one... do. We don't go into business, mate. We, we and vaccinations no one... and right wing politics. Uh, no, we don't do <laughs> that either. There's no one in rugby league that 
thinks Ashley Klein gives their side a fair run. That's that means he's there's, there's, there's no one in means there's probably no doing his job. League fan except for the powers that be who possibly think he's the number one referee in the game. But he got all three state of origin games, and who knows, he'll probably get the grand final as well. Uh, and in the video referee is Adam G, who you know it's that's not too bad, I guess. Who was the video ref last week? Because G, there was some your bets, mate. Well, who was oh, our ref? Was it Grant Atkins, the Grant referee? Atkins. I thought yeah. Atkins was, he did a good did a pretty good, good job. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who the video ref didn't. Um, but look, Ash Klein, if he's hated by everyone, it means he's doing his job. You know, if someone likes you as a referee, it means you're not doing your job. Yeah. You know, that's that's just that's just the way it comes. I mean, I, there was a rare moment in, you know, the early 90s where we like Bill Harrigan as a ref because we were the dominant side and he was refing the game according to the rules. But in reality, you shouldn't like oh, any referee. So the video referee was last week against the Sharks, Ashley Klein, was it? <laughs> Your mate. <laughs> Well, he sucks. Look, 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 look. I, I'm, not here to talk to you. I'm not here to talk to you about. Oh, but he's a really nice guy. He said hi to. He's he said, a really he nice said guy. hi to him in the tunnel once. So that's you know. Thirty he, seconds ago, he's like, "Oh, he's a good cat. He's a good ref. He's a good ref." Uh, Ash and I check, have actually check, talked check to notes. each other and have for a long, long, long time. Like he, he's not the oldest uh, official that I've had, you know, uh, a relationship with, but he's right up there, right? And he's a good bloke. Right, I like him. I liked Harry Henry Perinara as well. He's a lovely guy. Oh, there's no doubting Harry Perinara is a nice guy. He yeah, just has no. bad eyesight. Yeah, he just was a terrible referee. <laughs> very, very easy on the eyes he too. Was very easy yeah. on the eyes. A good looking, good looking rooster yeah. that one. I got to tell you that much. I mean, I don't bat that way, but if I did, Henry yeah. would be the sort of guy. If you were going to go into a toilet cubicle with with the man, well, why not Henry Perinara? Yeah, Victor the Viking. <laughs> Oh, Tony, he's a very good-looking man, our Tone. And he, he's a long-time listener. Thinks Blake's an idiot, but massive fan of the show. Massive yeah. fan. Um, but it's time for Who's Got a Lift? That's good. That's good. Um, well, we lifted. Yeah, you did. You you actually did lift. Um, well, look, there's a lot of players that have got to lift this week, right? There's a lot of players that have got to lift this week. But I think none more than Jamal Fogarty. When it comes right down to us, us winning this match will rely on him stepping up from organising the team and doing the kicking to actually really being an attacking danger. He's been fantastic in defence all year. Like, people have tried to target him and run at him and stuff, and he's acquitted himself bloody brilliantly. His kicking has been dangerous. His spiralling bombs, the the length of them, the positioning have been fantastic. He's been good at organising the team. But you'll remember last year when we beat Melbourne in the first final, when we were eighth and they were fifth, he was dynamic in the finals and he scored that brilliant try where he ran across and everyone thought he was going to pass. And when they suddenly yeah, from the scrum base still, and they still got to him, he still had the power to go across with four on him. That's what we need. That's who I think has got to lift this week. He just got to hit that turbo button. Yep. Okay. Mine is going to be one of Matt's um, favorite players, Emre Gula. Mm-hmm. And do you know why Emre Gula? Why Emre Gula? Oh, I'm getting the finger on the on the camera right now. From um, he's been you know, good, mate. Emre's. You been, know why? You know, Emre's there's always been... there's always a forward right in 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 our side, and that gives away a dumb, lazy penalty. It's 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 Emre Gula. There was a in the first half we had them down their end, and he came in, he gave did a stupid, lazy flop, 
They got the penalty. Was it Emre? Was it Emre or Jack that did that it in the game Emre. against the Sharks? It was Emre, and then um, Jack did it later. I think. Emre, Emre, don't give away that stupid lazy flop penalty, please. But his form with the ball in hand, both in de- with defence and with the ball in hand, he's been really good. He's please, really- Emre. But you know, there's always the forward that gives away a stupid lazy penalty. There, they are, and he was he was always privy to a mistake. Or a he's actually been fantastic the last month, and. I mean, that's that's a perfect who's got a lift because we're missing. There was a time when I said two middles when, when I said Emre Guller. Because I haven't finished. I haven't finished. There was a time when I said Emre Guller had hands like feet. He's actually his hands are pretty good these days. He doesn't really drop the ball. You know, he'd always drop the ball in contact. Yeah, he, really he hasn't anymore. been given. He hasn't been given too much a license to um, offload, but he still looks for it now and then. In his body shape, you know, he he does need to lift because we're missing middles. Um, Mine, just because I was going to be a smart ass, was Hepapuru, just because, who knows. But I think I think you might be right, um, or Simon Wolford, or whatever his name is, um, because I like Danny Levi. But I I think you might be right, Pork. Um, and the only way that I think we can win this game isn't by Fogarty lifting and us being dynamic. The the one game that I think about this year that if we can replicate this weekend, we might have a chance. It's the game against the Roosters. Mm. Now, that game, we weren't dynamic. We didn't play this expansive offloading. And I'd love us to be able to do that. And, you know, if we want to go toe-to-toe with Newcastle, good luck. Yeah, but what we, did against, what, we did, what we did against the Roosters in that game was we kicked incredibly well. And we put James Tedesco under more pressure than he'd been under outside of state of origin the entire season to the point where they were questioning whether he needed a rest. Yeah. And we scored tries off our 50-50 chances and we backed our defence. And missing Horsburgh, missing Papali'i, missing Seb Chris, that's the way that we can win this game is by Oh, the game plan is absolutely going to be the same game plan as it was against the Sharks. I don't yeah, and the see re- that and it's playing to your strengths. And, you know, I guess that's our relative strengths against against the Knights. Mm. Um, and that's actually why I thought Albert Hofwadi would come back into the team. Because mm. I thought but is he still, he's, he's not playing reserve grade, so he must be still injured. He's, he's 19. He's on, 19, on the man. Thing, so he's not in the side. But, yeah, but bringing that up, it is time for... <clears throat> Pork Smokey! And you know what are you claiming? Are you claiming that Pork Smokey got up last week? There was a partial get up last week. Yes, there was a partial get up. Tra- did, did he come in? Did Trey Mooney come in? He did. He did come in. And Jared Croker did go off the bench. He did go off the bench. So he... there was a partial Smokey there, wasn't there? Yeah. I'll give you. Smokey. I'll give you your money back. Yeah. Right here. That's right. Here is Pork Smokey for this week. Croker in. Frawley out. White and six. Pork Smokey. It could happen. Just possibility. Galvanized. Yeah, it's a possibility. He's had a week off. Could, rested. It, the old man's rested, and he's in. Or just to galvanize the boys, you know. Rested. And, and he, Jared, rest Jared's got a two good, against the Broncos. Jared's got a good kick chase. Um, you know, so I, I honestly feel like that game we played against the Roosters, we weren't great, but we did all those one percenters really well. So that's the way that we win, and and maybe Jared coming in is part of that because. His goal kicking, you know, I don't know. Like it's the only way we win is if the Knights absolutely crap the bed, um, and I just don't see that happening. I no, I, I think we're going to win because the occasion's going to overwhelm them. 
because they've got two players coming back in off injury. They've had, you know, Hastings had a long layoff and Pong has had a little one who are both not right and they're not going to play well if they don't go out injured as well. And we're going to play well and they're just not going to, by the time they realise it's on, it's going to be too damn late. And so Do you boys want to go on record and try and predict the score? Oh, Raiders by... Newcastle Knights, 36. Raiders, 8. Raiders, 20. Knights, 16. I'm so close to you, Blake. I'm 34 12. <laughs> nice. I tell you, like I said, I'm, I'm going this with absolutely zero faith, confidence, hope. I mean, we've, you know, one team's bolted into the finals with, you know, incredible amount of momentum and excitement. Another team has literally um, okay. stumbled over. Yeah, players it's like are suspended and our players yeah, are okay, injured. Okay, okay. And we're players like, come on, man. Like... Finals for the Knights, right? It means jack shit. Players who have played finals for the Knights, Dane Gagai. Did Greg Marzi play that one the Titans were in? I think he did. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, t- uh, I don't think the the Broncos played finals while Tyson Gamble was there. Uh, Players that had the Man uh, of Steel. Tyson nice. Frizzell, he's one. played. Tyson Jackson Hastings. Tyson Frizzell has played finals. Yeah, Challenge Cup finals. Adam one. Elliott has played finals. I think has Kurt Mann played a final? He might have been around long enough that he's played a final. I'd love nothing more than Raiders that have played finals. In fact, yeah, Emre Gula has played finals. Tom Starling has played finals. Elliot Whitehead's played finals. Hudson Young, Joe Tarpanay, Zach Wolford. They all have, mate. Even uh, Schiller. They all have. Bogarty. Except Perley has played finals. Kotrick. Pasami Solo has not played finals. Chimico, Jack Whiten, <laughs> and Jordan Ruffin. junior grades, played he has. finals. They've been in finals before. Like it's I was going to say game. before, um, this probably was about a 15-year period that where every time the Raiders were in a semi-final, I went to that game. I didn't even think for a moment, contemplate for a moment going out to this game. I just thought that would be just like the most miserable experience. You're the most miserable experience, and everyone should know that. Right. But there are, in fact, reasons to be cheerful. Reasons to be cheerful. Part three. One, You've got some reasons to be cheerful, don't you, sad sack, Mr. <laughs> Unpositive Pants? <laughs> don't you? Well, we made the eight. Yeah, we did. That's true. We made the eight. Mm-hmm. One of only three clubs with two teams in the eight. We've got an incredible side in the women's league that are doing fantastic in their first season. Yep. And our reserve grade side is basically a flag team. And they they just knocked out Blacktown and they're going to knock out the Warriors this weekend. Yeah. It's huge for our club to have a group like that. It's like, it's like the Toyota Cup team with Croker and Dugan coming through. It's mm-hmm. like when we had that young team coming through in the late eighties. You yeah. know, we've got this group of young boys that we've been planning and you know, and they're all part of it. Shiller, Hopawati, like Strange, Sanders. That's it's it's incredibly exciting. So book well, your tickets for the grand final twenty twenty six. But do you know what happens when we win this match? Who we go and play next weekend? Yeah, and we play, we play the Warriors. We, no, we the play. loser of of yeah, well, the no. loser of Penrith for the Warriors. No, no, we play the loser of the Broncos and the Storm. No, we don't. No, no we, we play the loser of Penrith and the Warriors. You sure? Yes. Oh, yeah. the, I thought that was reason to be cheerful that we were going to go down to our home stadium in in Melbourne play a match. Oh, that's disappointing. No. What? Did, when you determined that this was the case, yeah. right? What did you base that on? Just gut feel? It must have been the latter predictor when I thought we were going to win last week, which, well, really, we should have won. So, you know, maybe... No, so the, maybe to your um, your credit, um, Porky, the, the NRL's changed it where they used to put out the 
the second round weeks in advance. This year they did it this this week, and for some reason they've decided that that the way that it falls is this way. So we we will play New Zealand if we win. So we go. So they, I can't the boys go get a holiday in, in in New Zealand and win a match before going to the prelim. Now, who do we play in the prelim then? Does that mean we go again? It'd be Brisbane. Who yeah. we go against Brisbane? <laughs> Brisbane, Melbourne. Everything's coming up. Millhouse. Yeah. It's fantastic. Have you got a listener of the week for us, Blake? I do. Ritesh got in touch uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Great listener of the show. Um, love some of the insight into the New South Wales Cup and NRLW. So if you'd like New South Wales Cup talk, well, this has been the episode for you, hasn't it? It has. <laughs> it has. You want more New South Wales Cup talk? <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to have a podcast. It's it's Matt and Ritesh. <laughs> Raiders New South Wales Cup review. With hypothetically, hypothetically, just say the team's eliminated um, this week. A New South Wales Cup win. Do we keep, does the show keep on going just for New South Wales Cup and NRLW? Oh, I don't I know. What, I'd have to check what my contractual obligations are. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we will we'll move away from our sponsor of McDonald's over to Red Rooster. Oh, <laughs> different. That is just not going to happen. Not on my watch, Matthew. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're a listener to the show, enjoy the show like Ritesh, why not support the show by buying some Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork merchandise? Yep. And uh, there's still Raiders by 56 beanies available. There's still one or two left. You can yeah. still swoop in and get one, just like the lady who has now twice blanked me at the GIO <laughs> Stadium who wears one. I don't know who it is. You should reach out and say why you blank the pork when you're walking well, around the show. she's trying to avoid you at this point. Maybe she is. She's probably considering a restraining order. Yeah, I, I probably would if I were her. Wouldn't too. be the first one. You bet. Other merch, you can get on just like Al Tegat did. You can get yourself a pork t shirt by going to rugbyleaguemerch.com. Fantastic mm-hmm. service there. Coming soon, Danny Levi yeah. Island shirt. Look, not only are the t shirts good quality, right? they come quick and they're, they're reasonably priced. It's fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic. Get online with them. Um, but yeah, give us a five-star review. Say whatever you want. Bag the crap out of us, but give us a five-star review. And subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. and Yeah, SoundCloud <laughs> even. You can go on SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, look, coming up, as we've just established, we're going over to New Zealand to play the Warriors. Um, and that, that'll be a huge, huge... Matt's match. already looking at flights, New Zealand. I actually will be there. I'll be there working. So uh, That's right. really, if we win, I'll... Yeah, maybe I'll... Well, look, I'll reach I'll... out to our uh, Raiders and Review with Blake and the Pork uh, New Zealand correspondent, Craig Norenbergs, and uh, we'll tee him up so he'll, uh, he'll he'll get you into the match with him. There you go. If we win, if we beat the Knights, if, if we if. beat the Knights, I will fly to New Zealand. You will fly to New Zealand. And what, that game, we'll do a podcast, we'll do a podcast from New Zealand after the game. Does your wife know you've just made that? I think she's actually away that weekend, but anyway. Um, I'll so, fly so to you'll be taking Eddie as yeah, well. Yeah, we'll both be flying. All right, and we'll and we'll bill it to the pork. No, that's, that's <laughs> not part of that thing. You're flying to New Zealand. We've just made it because we are going to win, and you'll all come well, back and say, "Well, pork, we thought you were joking, or we thought you were an idiot, um, but you were right, and we won." All right, because it's a great side. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Anyway, you have been listening to the podcast, formerly known as the third most popular Raiders podcast on the internet. We previously were fourth, but then third, and then there was a thing that showed we weren't that, but we yeah. thought we'd refer to ourselves as the podcast formerly known as third. Uh, Raiders Review with Blake and the Pork. I'm the Pork. I'm Blake. I'm Heather. And uh, we will talk to you next week when we take apart the Raiders' great win against the Knights. Blake and the Pork. Blake and the Pork.
I think I'm getting the black lung, Bob. It's not very well ventilated down there. 